I'm getting my hair done next Tuesday. Who's excited? Oh my god, that's so exciting! I think I'm, I'm, get... I'm not even getting anything exciting done. It's just a really exciting thing to be doing in these COVID times. I'm gonna get my mum to cut my hair. I think because I'm going there for Christmas. That's so wholesome. And I I have like curly, thick hair, so it doesn't really matter if it's not done well because you can't tell. Just like mm. it's all in the same place at the same time. So COVID cesspit. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to the Cheers to That podcast with me, Lola Ryan. Hello. Oh, and me, Bonnie Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I've got a new microphone, so sorry if it sounds shit or if it sounds No, good. it looks really professional. It looks kind of more it looks, professional than ours, in a way. It looks slightly phallic. <laughs> yes, it does. It's cute. I love it. Hello. <laughs> I think I've decided I never want to sleep with a man again. Yeah. I've decided um, that on the theme of boundaries, I've made that boundary for myself. Um, that's exciting. Because I just, well, I mean, I might sleep with a man again, you know, to cross my own boundary, but I just. Well, there's like boundaries and then there's like edges and like, you've got a, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't cross the boundary, but you go to the edge, do you know? And that's like where you can test it. But yeah, I feel like if it's a solid boundary, like you don't. there's nothing nourishing about men to me like I don't get any and nothing it doesn't give me anything it only takes Mm. and I feel like when I'm sleeping with women or if I'm in relationships with women it gives me so much more than it takes from me and that is what I need to I think I agree with you to a, a certain extent but I think I found nourishment with like being with men when I've had like the commitment there I don't think I've ever had that when it's been non-committed which I think is probably why uh, yeah I don't really like casual sex even though like previously I have but in more recent times it's not so much of a vibe no 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 but saying that 2021 vaccine you know going out again Oh yeah, I didn't think about COVID as a reason. I was just agreeing with you in general. Um, before we fully get into the topic, um, mm. what are you drinking? Oh my god, I've got a really exciting drink. And um, oh, well, it's not that exciting actually. It's, <laughs> it's um a hot cacao. So I've got like really nice, kind of expensive cacao powder, and with oat milk and nice, nice little hot chocolate, and it's really tasty. And it's like. It's just so much better for you than um, like hot chocolate powder. It's like got loads of like magnesium and like B vitamins in. So, nice. yay! Very cool. I'm just drinking black coffee. At least we we both we normally record these at night, and I am normally boring, and we'll have an elderflower or like a soft drink, and Lola will have like prosecco. <laughs> we will have like a vintage bottle of Merlot from the Swiss region of France, <laughs> something I, like I've that. Drunk my whole collection. Oh no! You might get given some for Christmas. Yeah, I might do actually. That was like six weeks ago. You were talking about boxing it up, and it's all gone. No, no, hold on. You're right. <laughs> no, no, no. But you are right. Okay. Now I've got something. That sounded really good. That was like the best noise I've ever heard. Yeah. So 
this evening, Leon and I are going to go and see uh, Grace Campbell's stand-up gig at Soho 21. And I'm- I still find it crazy that that's allowed to go ahead. Yeah. Like, not, like, I just feel like it's a bit, like... Yeah, it's super weird. Um, I think I'm looking forward to it. And I definitely... Are you getting her book whilst you're there? Does the ticket include? The I might, book? I might get her book. Yeah, my ticket doesn't include the book, but if she's got books there and she's signing them, I might buy it because I haven't read it yet. Mm. And I'd quite like a signed copy if I'm gonna get a copy at all. A copy. I read it and I read it really quickly because it's the type of book that I enjoy reading, but I don't think it. It was funny. I was actually laughing quite a lot, um, but I just found. And there were certain similarities because obviously like, we are a similar age and similar upbringings in the sense of like, she's probably more upper middle class, but like middle class yeah. life. So, and like she was talking about this time where her um, friends from home from London like went to uni in Brighton and there was like a funny chat about that and that made me laugh. Mm. But it's very, very Southern and like white and quite privileged and I don't I don't know she does she does do a good job to recognize that but it's still a little bit like oh why am I actually reading this (laughs) so this week we're going to talk about boundaries yeah I definitely have quite a bit to say if we got into it we're talking about boundaries it's quite I don't know it can be quite like a big topic and it's it's almost a topic that doesn't have any boundaries yeah wow (laughs) so meta but it's also one of those topics that I feel like uh, even like a month down the line you might have slightly different or more opinions on it because of experiences yeah change I think it's a topic that can be revisited oh 100 percent. and also I feel like it needs to be re- revisited okay. even though saying that I went like because we were going to record last night and then I didn't really I wasn't really in the mood so I moved it till today to like today this morning and Lola was talking last night about boundaries she kind of brought it up and then I got thinking and I was like I don't again I don't know whether I have any boundaries and I definitely do but it's quite hard to articulate what they exactly are for me I think I think that's maybe the issue (laughs) yeah totally I mean I think last night I was just thinking about it because well a couple of things were making me think about it I read this Twitter thread about um Florence Given oh I sent that yeah, but the bit about Florence Given being um, saying that women struggle and have a hard time making boundaries. And then this Twitter okay. thread was basically criticizing that and saying that that's not true or she shouldn't generalize. And then I was thinking about it and I thought, actually, that's probably is true because we as women are expected to always be likable and giving of ourselves and open and put other people's boundaries and needs before our own and so of course we struggle with making boundaries yeah. and then I was just I was messaging this person on hinge last night and halfway through the conversation she was like oh can I have your Instagram or something or maybe I offered it and I just back thought, to oh. this old ticket <laughs> and I just thought like oh, why like why the the thing is my my podcast is advertised all over my Instagram and so if she wanted to she could listen to this and it means that I've closed that I've kind of closed that avenue for myself as something to talk about therefore stepping over my own boundaries and I didn't really Mm. want to like let her into my little world and I didn't really want to be talking to her 
you know, on my very open, very personal platform. But I yeah. kind of just let it happen anyway. And I didn't even just let it happen. I, I basically encouraged it. And I just thought, fuck, I just really do not listen to myself sometimes because I think that I need to play this character that everyone wants me to be all the time that I don't mm. really enjoy playing anymore. Yeah, I feel like I can relate to that. But I do also think that with things like that, when you are constantly crossing your own boundaries it's kind of a signal to yourself that you probably want to get to a stage in your life when you are comfortable with that and that you want to be able to share your like your creative outlet with people that are potential friends or potential lovers or whatever so I wouldn't necessarily look at that in a bad way it's the unmatched the fact that they know more about you than you know about them because they can listen to your podcast and they can they can you know like hear what you've been doing like three weekends ago or they can hear your thoughts about quite a personal topic yet you know like nothing about them and it's the kind of thing that um creates a really unhealthy sort of power dynamic yes yes and I also find it really awkward because as a woman I'm not used to having that much power in any sort of relationship so if you give that power to me I feel a bit uncomfortable with it and I also I don't really want that set as the like precedence for the rest of the relationship yeah that like I'm always going to be really oversharing emotional and that you can find out about my life I already have this with my friends and my family like they will find out more things about my life from my Instagram stories than they will from actually talking to me yeah just because you know what I'm doing on my Instagram story doesn't mean that I don't want you to check up on me and don't want you to call me and actually make sure I'm okay because um Instagram is just a massive highlight reel and it's even a highlight reel for me and I don't have like a big influence so even when that grows and even when I grow get more followers I don't feel like I it's really hard to still be as like just as real online as it is offline um and then that kind of tests your boundaries with it kind of like crosses over lots of boundaries because then you don't want to not post things online but at the same time you're well aware that that could mean that you know your boundaries get crossed in your personal life yeah absolutely have you ever broken someone else's boundaries and been aware of it yeah I mean I would imagine so I I kind of keep it as a I try not to because I don't ever want to make any I never ever ever want to make anyone feel uncomfortable or all of the above um because I know I hate it when people make me feel like that yeah recently I think I crossed over someone's boundary when I was really drunk we were both really drunk and um she was like really worried about covid and and really just paranoid well not paranoid because she's kind of high risk so she was like rightfully nervous about getting covid and we were fooling around a bit and she was like just don't let me kiss you like because i'm high risk and i think we just ended up kissing anyway and i just thought afterwards fuck i really i really i really was worried for about a week afterwards because I just thought she really did set these boundaries in place for herself to keep herself safe in a physical sense and 
we both kind of crossed over that her boundary together but hand in hand to be a part of that didn't feel good and I really don't ever want to put anyone in that position and I'm seeing her again this week and I'm gonna go and get a COVID test the day before or the day of because I don't want her to feel like she's scared yeah and crossing her boundaries and I just yeah yeah so I I guess in in a physical sense yeah but then I think with COVID though it's really um been interesting because people have had loads of different boundaries and because the government advice has been kind of shit it's been a lot of people like having to really like self-advocate for their own boundaries and like people will respect them and it's really interesting though because it's made me realize like how respectful my parents are of their friends boundaries even though they might not agree with them and it's also made me realize how I think it really does come with age because well I hope it comes with age I hope it's not just our generation but like so many people I saw them going to so many like illegal raves and so much stuff and I was just like man I hope no one has actually that you live with has said oh I hope you're like can we not be can we be more careful with COVID like I genuinely hope that you've all agreed that like this is something that you're consenting to because I don't know it just makes me really uncomfortable it makes me really uncomfortable and the thing is I'm I'm close friends with a few of the people you're talking about and I don't judge them like I don't think you know no I don't judge them at all and I think it's like completely fair enough but I just hope everyone like in their life has like kind of consented to the mutual anarchy of yeah of going to an illegal rave when there's a pandemic but I do also really understand because I'm now back at home living with my parents who are luckily like not high risk um but my granddad is in our support bubble um because he like needs people to go in and cook for him so my parents go in like twice a week and cook for him and he's 93 and he's like yeah and he's like still so with it mentally but like physically he's in a wheelchair and he's like such an amazing 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 man um and he is obviously like quite close to getting a vaccine because today they first started giving them out like he'll probably get it sometime next year like early next year um and for him it's almost like the home stretch like he doesn't want to you know ruin it because he's been so careful for literally like nine or ten months and it's then putting me in a position where I'm like fuck I really have to respect this and like yeah yeah do anything and not um not kind of break the rules like it is what it is it is what it is and we just have to accept that but I, yeah. I, I think on the theme of family, um, another thing that I've taught myself in the past kind of, I would say year maybe, maybe less than a year, is I when I was a kid, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, when I was a kid, I was always kind of towed around to different parts of the country to see different family members yeah. on a loop every single year. And it was fucking exhausting and I really hated it. <laughs> Like I'd go to fucking Devon, I'd go to Wales, I'd go to Scotland, I'd go to Bath, I'd go to... Well, that's far. It's just ridiculous. And I hated it. And I didn't really have any choice. I suppose I did. I know that if I'd have said to my dad, I don't really want to go and see grandma because, you know, the idea of having to sleep in someone else's bed and 
be in somewhere cold and and be miserable and muddy and rainy doesn't really appeal to me at the age of eight and I kind of just want to like get on with my little life at home and stay settled because that's so important for a young child I know that he would have heard me but I felt that I was obligated to do so because I had like some obligation to my Mm. family because you know without them I wouldn't be in the world or whatever and I just think I've kind of taught myself in the last year to unlearn those things because oh 100% I said to my it's different this year because of COVID but I kind of said like and this was one of the things that me going to uni and actually moving out and I'm in my childhood bedroom now and I did some like sorting out of it last night because there's like no stuff in it and it honestly just felt like I was in a spare room and it was really stressing me out but I've made it more homely but I said to myself like when I've moved out and I'm a lot more independent and I've got my own car um around Christmas time I'm not going to go see any family that I don't want to see yeah and I know that sounds really really hard no it doesn't with COVID it's different and it is obviously like you know this year's really taught everyone that you know treasure the people that you have in your life because you don't know what's going to happen but equally like I'm so done with feeling obligated to see certain family members and um to give my time and I it's so awful but it really stems from being a child and yeah like being in long car journeys and having to see family members that this isn't this is maybe going to sound harsh, but it's honestly the truth that like when you're a kid, um, they don't offer any kind of like stimulating yeah. environment or behavior or really it comes across like they don't make any effort with you. Like you're there and you're told you need to see your grandma because she really wants to see you. And then you get there and you're just sitting whilst the adults have a conversation and drink coffee and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and I actually think I would find it probably more enjoyable going as an adult because you can have adult conversation and you can at least when I drive I can leave exactly when I want and I'm not bound by someone else's rules but it is so hard to do that and also uh, there is so much of my family that I do love and that I do love hanging out with and my auntie and my cousin I know listen to the podcast and I love hanging out with them so don't worry it's not about you (laughs) but I Um, and that's because my auntie she was the best auntie she always played games with us and she always had something new and fun for us to do and she always like really took an interest in our life um and it's it's honestly like kind of one of those things that Christmas always brings that up and it's very strange because of COVID because obviously you can't like not everyone can see all their family I also think that one of the things I was going to say is I also think if you're not spending time that you genuinely want to spend with oh god then you shouldn't have to and I because it doesn't really count and also um I spent so much of my young childhood um being around family that I knew didn't a approve of the way that I was brought into the world and be approve of me I was too bolshy I was too like my mum and there were members of my family that really didn't like my mum and I you know I'm a chip off the old block I'm exactly like my mum we're best friends we're so similar we're Mm. passionate bolshy unapologetic and I love that about both of us and I spent so much of my childhood like being very aware even if it wasn't ever said I was very aware of my family's 
you know wanting to beat that side out of me and try and try and get me to be more like them or try and get me to be quieter or more female and ladylike and girly Mm -hmm. and and I'm I got so so sick of that so so quickly especially with certain cousins and aunties and you know elderly grandparents I grew up with cousins who were all very wealthy and had you know a very different life to me and I just felt like this little troll that was this new breed that had never existed in their family before and I just got fucking sick of feeling like that so I just refused to feel like that anymore and I think that that's something that I've only kind of been able to say with my hand on my heart like in the last year because I always felt just that those were things that I was you know, I was inadequate or I wasn't enough and that's why they didn't like me but I think actually it's because they're not enough now oh 100% and I think as well it's difficult with family yeah because you're kind of old, like oh but we're related we really have to no that doesn't mean anything that does not mean anything I think like to me it means it means something but it doesn't mean as much as like a genuine friendship (laughs) no I choose my family I think if it just so happens that I like my grandma enough to her for her to be part of my family then so be Mm. it and if it just so happens that I don't like her enough then she's not part of my family like she's someone in my life I'm related to her but she's not my family Leon is my family yeah brother is my family and this year will be quite different for people because some people might still not be seeing family because they don't want to risk it, which is completely valid. And maybe people will like sit with their like immediate family and be like, oh my God, I actually like you guys. I always have that when it's like me, my mom, my dad and my sister and like the dog. I'm like, oh wow, like I'd hang out with you guys. <laughs> like normally, Love like that. if we go to the pub or like when they came to our desire to see me and we were just like having fun at like Folly Deuce, which is like this, bar but it's like right on the hill so you have to like ski down into it um and we were all there and I was like wow like you guys are so fun <laughs> like can you stay longer um and that's really nice I didn't know that they came to see you yeah it was like the I don't I've only seen my sister once this year um because she lives in Canada I'm acutely aware that I'm going through like a very transitional stage in my life at the minute in terms of like who I am who I'm friends with and over the summer that kind of all got shuffled about and going to uni that's kind of shuffled things about I feel like it's interesting to talk about whether you because this is a question that I have and I think it's kind of interesting and it kind of relates to boundaries but it's like whether you can date and be open to dating or seeing someone but also having to work on yourself and I'm not sure like where I'm drawn. I'm not sure whether I need to be firmer with my boundaries with this and delete Hinge and delete Tinder and be like, no, it's actually really quite a big distraction and it's actually making me feel quite shit about myself. Or whether that's like a fear-based thing that I'm doing. That's interesting. That's and interesting. it's it's a kind of hard boundary to like know whether I need to change where the boundary is or whether I'm actually crossing the boundary by being on hinge and tinder and whatnot and I didn't know whether you had any thoughts I've got many thoughts I think uh I think this is something I'm experiencing too yeah I thought you I kind of am at this stage in my life where I'm realizing that I need to unlearn a lot of the 
things that I guess I've taught myself about dating and Mm. sex especially sex and you know all of the things that come with that and I've I'm kind of basically trying not to have any sex which is hard because you know I do have close relationships in my life that Mm. are sometimes sexual and I don't I don't necessarily know how to navigate that but I think I do need to get to a point in my life where I kind of have an absence of all of that and then Mm. visit it with a fresh perspective on the other hand if something were to come along that felt right and felt you know like an opportunity that shouldn't be missed just for the sake of just for experiencing it well yeah and also I I know now what I'm not looking for yeah and if I find something that is what I'm looking for I don't know I might don't know why it's coming out right <laughs> <laughs> basically I know what you're saying and I think yeah. I think that it's it's definitely easier to work on yourself and work on your boundaries when you're single and you don't have any of those things clouding your judgment because I yeah. think that you know sex and relationships are very good at clouding our judgment and especially when you get entangled with someone it can kind of um it can tangle you up so much that you can't get in touch with yourself and what you want and need and I think that that's Mm. that's something that you like both of us and probably loads of people listening to this really need to think about I also think it's possible to do that work with a supportive person by your side whether or whether that be a sexual relationship or friendship I think Leon and I yeah Leon and I both have a lot of work to do and and we're in each other's lives every day in a big way and have a very intense bond but that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that it's not possible to kind of nurture each other through our own personal development so yeah you just have to think it's hard because I am also like really aware that like I don't have loads of friends at uni and that because of COVID it's a lot easier to well it's a lot easier to justify stepping over like the boundaries of oh you can only meet up with people that you're not in a household with if you go outside or whatever the rules would variously be I mean they're different in Cornwall but it's a lot easier to um cross the boundaries if you go on a date with someone like think about the amount of people that have like newly started dating someone during a pandemic like they've obviously had to break the rules at some point to do that so it's a lot easier to meet people like that but I feel a bit I feel kind of not stressed I just feel like I I kind of feel like I'm not choosing myself by being on Hinge and on Tinder but at the same time sometimes at uni a lot of my friends at uni are well, a lot of my housemates are in relationships and I do just sometimes feel so lonely mm. and not that I want someone because they have someone but I kind of am aware that like I am a really nice person to be around and that like I I like want to experience that yeah. so it's quite hard because I don't yeah I don't want to get into that clouded state yeah and yeah. I also don't really want something like I said I want something casual but at the same time I don't really want a relationship so I'm kind of just like what do I want and then if I'm questioning what do I want I'm like why am I on hinge 
yeah in there because I don't know what I want yeah I get you no I agree I mean I don't know I think I think you're you're the best person I've ever met who like uh, is in the age group that I've that we're in that you're really good at being on your own and you're really independent and you're really really, yeah I've always thought that about you because um I've never experienced being on my own ever I've always had Leon so I Mm. I don't know I mean I am very independent within that and I really enjoy my own space and I'm great at living alone and stuff but you know I always know that there's I've got a partner in the world so wherever I am I'm not on my own and and I also think that I need to I, I do need to develop realizing that wherever I am I'm not on my own because I've got me yeah that's what I need to develop that's but I do also think that um I mean it always shocks me when people say that I'm like really independent and a lot of people have said that to me like kind of recently ish and even like when I went solo traveling I think a lot of people are like oh who are you here and you're like oh I'm just by myself I think that gives a big kind of like precedent to oh god I keep using that word in this episode I'm really sorry (laughs) I've used it three you know who uses that word so much in their podcast who David Tennant uses that oh I know that three episode because in the first episode you said it of our podcast you said it and I was like fuck she said it like four times yeah well (laughs) it's a good word so but I think um what was I even saying Where's oh yeah know? being solo solo traveling it like gives you when you say you're alone it's like oh it gives you this kind of like I don't know like crown like I'm a queen I'm so I'm so independent but it's been recently when I've kind of been talking to my um housemates I actually think I only asked one person so it's not a very good kind of like survey but I asked one of my housemates I was like am I like intimidating yeah and she was like yeah I think yeah I think you are and I was like fuck and I think it's because I get quite offended when people like on Hinge or on Tinder like don't act a certain way around me and I'm like what because I think I like to think that I give off this one certain vibe or at least I think maybe I think I'm not so aware of like my independence and my power that I hold and that that can come across because I think it's online because I think as soon as you meet me in person you you actually see how short I am yeah any kind of oh my god she's so intimidating or scary I think kind of goes away yeah genuinely because I'm five foot one yeah no I think that about you too I think that about you too I guess subconsciously I try not to because I I know people have thought that about me in the past so Mm. I I try not to but I think yeah I mean I I think I get annoyed I actually think I get annoyed and I think it's also something that I'm realizing now is that I am getting to that slight stage of being single for quite a long time that I'm almost like my standards are not that they're too high because they're not too high but I'm kind of getting to that I see it in some of my friends that have like never really had boyfriends or anything and I'm like fuck and it's kind of just that thing where like you kind of know that you are okay alone so you're not actually very willing to put in any type of effort Mm. and you're also I don't know it's kind of like this unwillingness to even just put yourself out there which I'm really noticing yeah no I I think I'm the same way I I also think I've I've come to a decision that I don't like online dating 
Oh no, I've never liked it. I've never no, been. I it's just never been my I thing. Can't be bothered. I just can't be bothered. Yeah, and I think as well that's really knocked me this year because my main form of connection and um, meeting people, even just for casual things, was going out. And on ski season, like I was just like constantly like vibing and like chatting, pe- chatting to people, and just like blah 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 blah. And that was like you know like that's how I got a lot of my social interaction like that has all completely gone yeah so it's quite normal that I'm feeling slightly like I'm having a bit of an identity crisis and it was when I was at the pub with my friend on Saturday and I was like oh my god I haven't had sex in so long and she was like yeah fuck you need to because that was very much our thing like when we were both single we were just like you know we were single women in Brighton in our 20s like it was it was like very it was bound to happen it was bound to happen you know (laughs) um and I was like fuck yeah man I need to have sex I need to have sex all this stuff and I was like why why am I being horrible to myself and saying that I need to need to do this the, the, the thing I've also learned like, like recently is I'm my own best therapist I'm my own best lover I'm my own best friend I'm my own best partner I'm my own best manager no one <laughs> else is going to do any of that better than me because no one else knows me better than me so it's okay on on the one hand to think you know I kind of want you know physical affection or or you know containment from others but I know that no one else is going to do that better than me so I do agree but it is so different like all of those things that you said it is so much more different when it's someone else like even just someone else managing you I'm like oh my god wow so much more serious (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And I've always but, had that. And I feel like, but that I do feel like is something that I want to kind of unlearn because I don't actually think it's very productive for I don't think it is the type of lifestyle that I want. Yeah. It's kind of, oh, it's so draining. This is what I was saying. I was just like, oh God, there's so much work to do. You know yeah. that meme on Instagram? It's like, I've just been doing the work. I've been doing the work. I've been working through the work. I've been doing the work. I'll share it. Um, with you but it's really funny and I just feel like oh god like I'm so past that stage like I'm not even doing it anymore like I go to therapy every week and I'm like oh here we are again (laughs) back in the hot seat I get that I really get that I found that with therapy after a while as well um I do I like I'm really pleased that I'm going and it's really good and it's like challenging and it's helpful but I think it's hard when I was realizing that I just don't I'm going through a very big uh, I think I hate the word transition but I think it is a kind of transition of like I don't really feel like I've got like my tribe because I think I'm kind of this year I've got massively clear on what I want and I've made big kind of career moves of going to uni and like starting my um going to be starting my business next year and all of this kind of stuff that's quite actually like serious adult stuff and I'm realizing the type of people that I need me to succeed with those things not that they're not my current friends because my I love all my current friends like so 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 dearly but I'm realizing that I kind of like need to be around slightly different people yeah and that's okay. um that's and also around. it's the fact that I think I'm actually not around my current friends like they all we all live in different places um and I don't have loads of people I have a, I have some really lovely people my housemates in Falmouth are so 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 lovely um and they are really supportive but I don't have like that core group in the current place that I live and yeah. I think that's that is actually really hard yeah we've really gone off on 
we really one. have gone off on one haven't we we're so but the I feel like um <laughs> these episodes are gonna be before because we've got like some better more exciting episodes planned for like the next two weeks like these the last episode in this episode was just kind of like okay we're just gonna put a put a podcast out yeah if it's okay but then I also but also no. we are our own worst critics in the sense that someone could be listening to this and be like oh my god continue keep chatting I love it yeah like the pants pod they just they just put out episodes of them chatting to people or like chatting to themselves or mm. and I really enjoy those I enjoy those more than probably any other podcast so we're we're fine we're okay we're doing it we're fine I fine is my least favorite fucking word I hate it um what have you got planned for the upcoming week the week I'm I have a little plan for Thursday evening a little a little small little plan what are you doing a little a little plan (laughs) a day aren't you well one could say that I don't know you're so funny you're so funny like I'm not gonna date anyone like it's really bad no but Um, this is different like I I am gonna be seeing you soon yes aren't you coming at the end of the week or something or like I'm gonna be seeing well I'm we're meeting up and I'm gonna be coming to London so yeah I'll be seeing you I'm really excited I'm so excited I'm so I'm excited to like (sighs) (laughs) I'm so scared (laughs) I'm joking (laughs) <laughs> oh wow it is so exciting yeah oh, there's a really strange man oh no maybe it's a woman you look like a witch hunter they have one of those like hats on and a black coat and man black. when i was walking to sainsbury's this morning to get my to get my little pieces and bobs my pickle <laughs> i pieces I, and bobs what the fuck my pickling vinegar there was this man what are you doing with that i'm gonna make my mum some pickled onions for christmas okay that's quite cute um uh, there was this man and i just i was walking behind him and he was just like walking all over the road you know how men do like they take up the entire Mm. road because they think they can and i was walking next to him and he just like shoved into me and he was like oh sorry darling and I was just no. like respect my boundaries have some awareness yeah get in the bin get in the bin um I nah, I might go on a date with someone yeah I just want someone to ask me on a date I mean I was saying that people had asked me on a date yes last week I mean kind of help mm-hmm. maybe I'll go on a date with a girl yes yes do it do it i'm the biggest advocate for bonnie's lesbianism that (laughs) it's just never gonna happen in falmouth i mean it might never say never you know you could have like a hot professor student hell no i've only got one woman teacher you can you can branch out of your own department (laughs) Um, what was I going to say? I can't That's remember. so true. No, that I actually did match with this really pretty girl. I hate calling girls pretty. I feel like there's so much more than the I word pretty. I love being called pretty. Someone called yeah. me the prettiest girl he'd yeah. ever seen the other day. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I get better with age. Oh, my God. I'm the um, girl. No, this girl was, um, she was like a surfer. I was like, oh, my God. There's the one thing better than dating a hot surfer guy is dating a hot surfer girl. Oh. <gasps> Oh. Sorry, imagine 
oh my god imagine just like all my friends that surf and I was just like oh like what would her name be like oh wait I don't know like maybe like Jessie or no not Jessie no, um no it'd be something like oh what's a hot name? it would be like wave or something oh my god no yeah be like, or it, it would be like who would, what would it be Alex or something yeah Alex, Alex or maybe yeah. like Alice mm, I'm not into Alice be like oh they were like oh yeah okay does she have a board and I'd be like oh yeah no she's quite good and then she'll turn up and she'll have like a short board which she's is like, quite, like, good. <laughs> quite good and then she'll just be like <laughs> and I'd be there just drowning <laughs> so so thank you so much for listening this week to the cheers to that podcast brought to you by thank myself you. and this little cret hello goodbye <laughs> um, i'm really getting all the intros completely wrong today <laughs> literally i you know if anyone wants to date me no we did this call out last week for me and no one replied okay so yeah i don't think this is our platform for dates that's a shame i know tell you what though 133rd in the UK, arts podcasts. Pretty I was happy. Like, I was genuinely happy. I reckon there's like a thousand, you know? I don't know how many there are. But I don't know the ins and outs of it. I would quite like to know the ins and outs. I hope that there's not like 134. <laughs> there's, um, there's 140. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thank you for listening to the Cheers to That podcast brought to you by Bonnie Lee and Lola Arling. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can also listen to our podcast on Spotify. This episode, as all the others were, were produced by Leon Williams. You can follow us on Instagram at the Cheers to That pod. And you can leave us an email at the Cheers to That pod at gmail.com.